What's good, family? You're tuned in to Do The Work Podcast, the place where commitment meets transformation, man. I'm your host, Harold McGee Jr., and I believe that dedication can rewrite destinies and that the journey to mental wellness is a path worth walking. Real talk. Each week, we dive deep into the topics and stories of men who face the odds, who've turned their setbacks into comebacks and transformed their fears into purpose. If you're ready to be inspired, to be challenged, and to do the work necessary for your own mental wellness and growth, then you're in the right place, man. Let's go. All right. What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Do The Work Podcast. Man, I'm so excited. I got this video, this video finally on here so I can so y'all can see my face. I can't see you guys' face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was finna say so I can see y'all face, but I can't see your face. You can see my face. You can see what I'm doing, man. I'm uh, I'm in the studio at the at, at home. Uh we finally got the studio done. I mean the studio's been done for a minute, but the camera situation was not working. And we tried it and it didn't it didn't work. And so then I had to regroup, re-strategize, research, and I found a solution. And so here we are today, baby. We on video. You getting it? Um, we in the, the studio. I've been doing a lot of work, man. A lot of reading and um, a, a lot of soul care. I love, you know, um, one 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 situation I didn't share. I love the testimonies of people who who are transformed by the love and skill of God. Like I really love that. And so after. Um, a couple podcasts, uh, men have been reaching out to me to, you know, like, hey, man, hey, Harold, now I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling the podcast. You want to get some coffee? You want to get some lunch or something? Just want to talk to you. And I'm like, ah, oh, these cats trying to get a free counseling session. <laughs> but I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it because God has anointed me for it. Um, but like I said, I've been, I've been, I've been um, meeting with some pretty amazing guys who's, who's been telling me, who's been sharing, who's, who's trusted me enough to share their, their, their stories with me. And, um, but something even more amazing, man, is that our youth group has been like booming since, since that, uh, since that message as well. Um, because one of the things that I talked about is doing the work in the next generation and for the next generation. Um, and so, uh, one of the great, like I have a couple of stories. I'm not going to share details because of confidentiality purposes, but man, like some of the, some of the parents who, who, who's hit me up and, and shared the transformation that their kids are experiencing because of, because of how the Lord is using me and their lives is, is, is humbling. It's humbling. And so, um, I share that to say, you never know the impact that you're having across generations, like literally across generations. You never know the impact you're having, man. And um, yeah, it's just, it's it's been good. It's been good. And um, man, I'm just, I'm geeked. I'm geeked. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. 
But um, let's get started with this uh, this 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 episode, all right? And so um, I told you I'm going to be breaking down the the different elements that I was um, discussing in my message on to the work uh, building building content um, while I'm while I'm um, doing interviews with people for future content and episodes. But uh, we talked about my testimony. We talked about doing the work in your own life, and now this this. This episode, I want to talk about doing the work in your marriage. Now, I'm going to briefly touch on this, so this won't be a long episode because the the bulk of this information uh, will be discussed on uh, life unscripted with my wife. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna really gonna, we're gonna get into weeds with this one um, on that podcast. But on this podcast, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna direct this primarily towards my fellas, and I'm going to try to just share with you my heart. And um, the benefits of doing the work in your marriage after doing the work in your own life. Because one one of the best things you can do when doing the work in your marriage is to do the work in your life. Like be the person that your spouse needs and desires and then like you won't you won't have to do as much work in the actual marriage. You know what I'm saying? And so um I'm trying not to give too much I, I keep stopping because I'm trying not to give too much away. But um we have something in the works that we're gonna do that's gonna really help some couples. And um so when we do the episode on doing the work for your marriage. Tune in. We got some surprises for y'all. And we got some things that's, that we're going to announce that's coming up um, in that episode as well. But for my fellas that's watching, I know women watch too. I mean, you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm here for it. I love you. Make sure you hit like and subscribe um, both on the YouTube channel and on the podcast. Thank you. And um, yes, thank you. <laughs> but doing the work in your marriage, one of the things in the, my message that I really shared that I really believe that the Lord was highlighting was um, arrested development. Arrested development. And what is arrested development? I I briefly went over it in my message, but arrested development is basically um, when you stop growing because of trauma. And so what I was what I was sharing is that a lot of marriages, we think we're mature enough for marriage. We think we're mature enough for relationships. We think we have finally got to that point where we want to tie the knot and start a family and do all these things. And we haven't done the work in our life to get through that arrested development. And arrested development is that you stop growing emotionally and spiritually at the place of your greatest pain or trauma. And so you have people who've gone through tremendous pain early in life and they haven't dealt with it. They just survived it and got through it, but they never really dealt with it. And now they're in relationships and they're acting like the same age that they were hurt at. So you got 35, 45, 55 year old people acting like they 12 and 13 because something, something really traumatic happened that that froze them, that arrested them in that state emotionally and mentally. And so in marriage, something that's really worked for my wife and I 
is loving each other to maturity. And sometimes that hurts, man. Sometimes love is painful. And sometimes um, it's confrontational. And what I mean by loving to maturity is, is when we rub up against the immature version of our spouses, the rough sides that haven't been really smoothed out because of arrested development. They've been hurt in a major way at a young age. And they're and 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 something we've done have triggered them to that same response when they were 12, 13 years old. And so in our minds, we're thinking this is very immature of you to be acting like this. But in their mind, this is perfectly makes perfect sense because this is familiar. The way that you're making me feel is familiar. And the way that I'm acting is how I act when that happens, you know? And so um, when that do happen, so for instance, um, in my message, I give an example of how when I become very defensive and argumentative, my wife shuts down because it reminds her of her father and how he was. And, and I had to remember, I had to learn that that was a trigger for her. And that brought the little girl out who needed healing there. And so I had to pray through, push through, and persevere to to love her unconditionally to mature from that place. And she had to do the same with me. Like, I'm not exempt from this either. And so what that looked like was a lot of patience, a lot of understanding, a lot of talking. I know, man, we don't like to talk. Men don't like, not about all that talking, you know. And um, I had to really articulate what I was feeling. Had to really articulate while I was frustrated or upset or disappointed. And it wasn't like, and it wasn't like I'm saying, baby, you're a failure. It wasn't that you suck or you are not. It was like, no, the situation made me feel a certain way which caused me to respond a certain way, but I want you to take it personal. So let's just talk it through in a calm voice, not loud, not boisterous, not, you know, but willing to, to be um, honest and transparent with how I feel so that she can open up to why she responded the way she did and how she feels and that we can talk it through. And another thing that, that, that really, that really um, helped us was, we don't believe in compromising. Like that's how you love each other to maturity is by not compromising. And what we mean by that, and um, I said, my wife and I were going in detail with this, but when, what we mean by not compromising is that if I'm doing something in a certain way, she's not just going to accept that's how Harold is. Like that's compromise. That's just how he is. I don't expect him to change. I don't want him to change. That's just his quirk. Nah, bro. Like, we're not compromising. This is unacceptable. You need to know it. (laughs) And so, like, if I'm being immature, she's not like, oh, Harold's just an immature person. She's like, no. Like, you need to work through this and and we're going to do it together. We're going to work through this together. And, and. I'm the same way with her. Like, look, you are having a fit. Let's talk this out. Let's get through it. 
because I am not accepting this as a norm. I was talking to my brother, David, and um, he was like, look, we have to not take something temporal and adapt our whole life around it. We can adjust and get through it, but we shouldn't adapt to it and it become the norm. That's compromising. We don't want to compromise because when you compromise, you be, you are just being. But when you're not compromising, you're becoming, you're becoming better. You're becoming a threat to the enemy. You're becoming the spouse that your wife wants, our husband wants. Like that's what it means to become. And so we can't become by compromising. We can only become by having healthy confrontations and conversations. That's what it takes to become. So I've heard it this way. It's like we are blocks of wood and we're trying to fit through a door frame that we have to get through in order to become the people that we're supposed to become. But when you go through that door frame, you still have some bruises, some knots on you. And so it rubs up against that door frame and it kind of hurts, you know, because it's rubbing up against you. And so we have to be sanded in those rough spots, sanded down to get those things off of us so that we can fit through and become. But if we don't want to become because it's too painful, it's too much work, then we just be. You're going to have to accept me for me because I am not fin to I'm not about to endure the pain to be sanded in that area, that that rough area, to sand it down, to to smooth it out so that I can fit and become who I'm supposed to become. So instead of becoming, you're going to have to accept me and I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Nah. Nah. Don't compromise and settle for being. No, lean into the confrontation, lean into the conversation, have the difficult conversation so that you can be sanded in that area and become who you're supposed to become. Another example of that, man, I heard this from a, a, a really cool comedian, uh, Michael, Michael Jr. And uh, he was saying how he was letting someone stay with them. And uh, the person was like, you always try to prove that you're right or something along those lines. And he was like, no, I'm not. And they got into it and he was mad and he felt some type of way. And he goes and talks to his wife and his wife says, yeah, there's kind of some truth to that. Like you really do be on that sometimes. And he was like, no, 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 no. And then the Holy Spirit had to be like, yeah, yeah, everyone's right. You're wrong. <laughs> and he had to see, he had to lean into the confrontation. He had to lean into the difficult conversation and be honest and vulnerable. And when he was willing to do that and smooth out that rough area in his life, he went back to that family member was like, you know what? I apologize. You're right. You know what I'm saying? I can do better in this area. And um, allowed that person to respond in love and love him to maturity. Like that's what it's all about. It's all about loving each other to maturity because when you can love each other to maturity, we can all celebrate 
together because we're all winning. It takes maturity to win on the next level. Like you, like the the place that you are now can only take you so far. You're going to have to level up in your maturity, and that is uncomfortable, that is difficult, and that is painful. But once you go through it, you can celebrate on a higher level and dimension that you've never celebrated before. And so look, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in a job, whether that's in business, whether that's in your spiritual walk, whatever domain that is in, you have to become, and and that's going to be painful in order to see the victory and the success that you desire to see. That's it. And so specifically referring to marriage, hey, that's what it's all about. It's all about leaning into the uncomfortability. When your wife is going off on you and pointing out all your flaws because she's trying to hurt you and, and cut you real deep, like there's some truth to it, but she's kind of a snob about it, but there's some truth to it. And so you take that and you allow that to cause you to reflect and to lean in and to be smoothed out in that area and, and be loved. Because when you, let's be honest, when when your spouse when she points out something in you and you do the work and lean into the confrontation, lean into the discomfort, lean into that and be like, okay, if 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 that's the case and that's what we're really seeing right now, um, let's sand that down. When she see you doing the work, sanding that out, ops. Oh, oh yeah, you just you just went up um you just went up a notch in your attractiveness to her. <laughs> like for real, for real. And that creates a chemistry, that creates a bond, that creates a love that cannot be easily broken. It's like, look, this person not only loves me, but this person is willing to put in the work, to do the work, to to be to lean into the confrontation, to lean into the pain of, of, of their blind spots and to deal with it and to work towards it so that we can live in harmony together. And when and then when you see that in her. Oh, boy, talk about matrimony, (laughs) holy matrimony. (laughs) It's a lovely thing, man, because now you're feeling just as love from her as she is from you because now you're both doing the work in your marriage, but also on each other. And so that's, man, that's what it's all about. And one thing that I mentioned in, in in my message, man, was that marriage is not about being happy. It's not about being happy. It's about addressing the things and the issues and the baggage that you refuse to address. But you have to now because you've married this person. You live with this person. You do life with this person. And they see you, all of you. And they like, look, that part is ugly and you need to do something about it. And so it's and and and. And happiness and joy is a byproduct of becoming more like Christ and becoming more of one joined together. Like that, that becoming, that addressing, that leaning in to the difficult things, um, and loving each other to maturity to get past that arrested development that we all have at some level. You know, some people arrested development is like 
a teenager. But some people arrested development maybe in their twenties and thirties and now they're in their forties and it's like, hey, you don't have to go as far back, but you're still stuck in the past. Like you need to work on that. And you know, you your your arrest of development may be church hurt from the last church that you were at and you can't fully engage and be used in the in, in this new church because you have arrested development from the last church. And I've seen it happen with churches. I've seen it happen with people on jobs. Like you've you've you're stuck in the last job that did you wrong so that you can't see and give people the benefit of the doubt and be progressive in the new job that's been a blessing to you because you stuck emotionally and mentally in the old job that did you wrong and you're still seeking revenge and restitution for that you don't you can't fully comprehend and receive what's right in front of you with this new job. And so I've seen it on jobs. I've seen it in the military when people get different positions. I've seen it with churches when people go to different churches. I've seen it in marriages when people leave one wife, go to another wife, or leave one relationship, go to another relationship. Like I've seen it on so many different levels, man. And we have to learn to love each other to maturity so that we can become what we need to become to be who we've been called and destined to be. And so that's my that's my spiel for this episode, man. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you. Thank you. And I'm going to wrap this series up next time with doing the work for the next generation. All right, let's go. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode of Do The Work. Thank you again for joining us and being a part of this transformative journey. Remember, every person we've spoken to, every story we've shared serves as a testament to the power of dedication, resilience, and the unyielding spirit of the human soul. Your journey, your story is uniquely yours. But in each challenge, remember, there's an opportunity to rewrite your narrative, to choose freedom over fear, and to build a legacy that resonates for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in and being an active participant in your growth journey. Keep showing up. Keep doing the work, especially when it comes to your mental health. And until next time, take the lessons, embrace the journey, and always do the work. Peace.